thing, but let's do it. All right, here we go, guys. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome once again to an episode of The End with Adam. You are listening to your host, Adam. And guess what? You're at the end. I've got this great new uh, little setup here. I guess you guys can hear it because I probably sound loud as a motherfucker. And that's good because I want to be loud. I want to be right up in your ears. And guess what? I've got a guest, a special guest, somebody who's come all the way from across the motherfucking sea to speak to us today. That's John Norman. John, how you doing today? Yeah, hey Adam, I'm good in you. John, I'm so excited for this. We've been trying to put this together for a fucking, I don't even know how long. And we finally like That's true. have a good setup where we both sound good. Owen, just real quick, is our engineer. He's going to be mic checking. Mm-hmm. He's going to be making sure that we all sound good. Owen, you there for us? Yeah, it's good. Owen, all right. That's Owen Heaps on the mic. Owen, tell me, is the music too loud in the background? Music is perfectly quiet. All right, straight. All right, guys, here's how we're going to do this. John, you have the floor. I want to hear what your world's like, what's been going on in Africa, where Cape Town put you mentally, and where you are now in Luanda. Wow. No filter, right? No filter. We're not. Can you guys this, hear when I'm eating peanuts? This, yeah, this is, not a, this is not a filtered show. Okay. Filters are turned off. <laughs> okay, so... Well, you know, uh, I've been working and I was very emotionally exhausted, so I flew to Cape Town for a week. While I was in Cape Town, um, I had a nice trip. We visited close friends. It was amazing. And a friend of mine told me to watch this. So, go for it. And I find it very stupid. You know, so I started watching it when I was in Cape Town. Oh, I'm sorry. You said, the, now, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. You said, you said you started watching the show Euphoria. In Cape Town. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never got into it. I'm literally discovering it. And now, you know, when you start something you want to finish, I'm trying to finish. And it's very intense. So maybe that's why I sound like that. I was literally watching an episode. Because I just feel like I have to finish to know what's happening, what will happen. So yeah, you know, bringing back bad memories, that dumb young shit that you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I oh, found yeah. This- I've never watched this show, but I understand why people why why people are against the show. You know, I've been reading about it, like you know, briefly. I always hear that it's it's a show that has no sense or whatever stuff that people don't think should be shown on TV. Um, but now I understand. It's crazy. It, eh? it it's you know for me, Euphoria is a, a really um, it's a tightrope to walk because. There are so many shows that they are drawing from. You've got Degrassi, you've got Skins, you've got every generation's version of this kind of story, right? Kids, but, it reminds me of kids. Uh, and and also you've got kids. You've got other things that Harmony Korine was making. So you can't say that they're not drawing from a tradition that's already been set in filmmaking. So yeah, I can. Yeah, but get... I thought by now we wouldn't do that anymore. You know, we no, no, no. Kids, I'm just. I guess. Right, right. I'm, I'm just giving them that as a boundary to say, I get why they thought it was okay to do what they did. However, do I think their execution, not in terms of production, but in terms of the content that they were putting out there, I, th- I think it was truly disturbing. And, I, and, and what I mean by disturbing isn't necessarily that it was like, oh, because there was, you know, uh, young sex or transsexuals or drug use. It was, it was the, um, the, 
not just glorification, the almost like exactly not just, but it would be it went beyond glorification. It went into this realm of um uh this fetishistic uh kind of dreamland fantasy version of the very very real and dark world of young uh uh drug use and young sexual um encounters that are you know what you know you know this one thing you fuck you know um personally me when i was a teenager i wasn't thinking well i was thinking about sex but you know it wasn't the most important thing it depends i grew up in the suburb so when i was watching that show i was like either i'm getting old and i don't agree with some stuff anymore either i just feel like this is close to home and i don't i just think some shit should be said in a meeting in an intervention with your family but to put it out there hold on john i think we may have lost you there guys he's he's, he's live from luanda angola so give give him a second give him a second guys john we may have lost you oh and check him mic check oh and you there john has left the building all right, he may have to. He may have to. Um, he may have to. Jo- John, you may have to leave and temporarily. Rejoin. Yeah, he temporarily left the Maybe. building. Oh wait! Oh wait! Sorry, Adam. We got him. Adam, I was getting a call. We it got him. Happen again. All right, it's okay. It's okay. But like I was, well, yeah. it might happen. But yeah, I hope people don't call me. But what I was saying is, you know, I grew up in the suburbs, and to me, it was a little personal. And honestly, I'm, I'm just so embarrassed to say it, but I feel like. If you, ha- I don't think they were <clears throat> glamorizing it at all. I don't know who glamorizes drugs, you know. I feel like if anything, you try to make you feel like okay, it's fun when it's not fun the following day. Um, nobody acted like it was fun on the show. The show was too fucking real, actually. But I just feel like if you've done drugs before, if you had addiction problem, problem, that show makes you might lead you to relax, and that's why I don't agree with the show. That's all. This is from my personal point of view. Mm. Maybe I'm being selfish because there's people glamorizing it, maybe, but to me, it wasn't glamour. And I felt like it was, it's tricky. I feel like they're on a mission to make you relax. That's all. (laughs) But maybe that's what glamorization is. Yeah. No, I can can totally see your point. Totally. Um, I guess from my angle, it was the presentation of it to me was what the misleading part was not necessarily like i said the content because they do show the dark side of it they do show which i thought was one of the strongest performing are you talking about the nice girls it's popular school maybe no um, balance uh, um j- not just that but also this sort of uh cheekiness to like do you remember when she was like on drugs and after she had told her sister that she was like being uh, uh that she was sober and you see her like dancing and like it's this thing where it's showing like yeah this is why yeah. people do okay. drugs because yeah. they're they're these escapistic tools but like it doesn't ever go to show that like the that, following day well it does show the following yeah day. yeah it just shows i mean it shows rue's consequences but it really does um give you this enticing fantasy view of what drugs are like like I've, you know, I, we've all done our fair share of things and I've never been dancing in a, in, in, in my, in my, uh, kitchen thinking I'm listening to fifties, you know, uh, 
big band music while I'm pouring. Okay, and I get what you're you know what I mean. It 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 it. No, I know it, what you mean. Yeah, it makes it into this thing that like even though all this bad shit happens to her, like if I was someone that had never done drugs before, I'd be like, well, that looks fun. Holy shit, you know. Before, okay, now you stated it. If you've never done it, then I guess when they say glamorization is for people that might start because of the show. I guess, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I think people may, especially young people, would they would they would take that gamble just because of how fun they make the fun side of it look. Where it's not even that fun. It really isn't. Um, so you know, I that that would be my only thing on Euphoria. But um, that's interesting that you brought that up, though, John, because you yeah, because I never watch TV shows. That's why it's this is a revolution for me. I literally never watch TV shows. I don't. I don't have Netflix. A friend of mine had given me his his netflix account details but every time i look for something to watch i'll never like anything so i don't have netflix anymore i never had my own account so this was just somebody insisted and they gave me a link to watch it on a streaming site and i started and i got hooked to it but i don't know i feel like shit is toxic that's why tv is bad basically for the first time in my life i have a hundred percent. Well, I, I don't watch TV. I don't own a TV. But with that show, I was like, mm, now I get it even more. No, man. Um, I uh, I definitely am a big uh, anti-Netflix guy. Me and Owen were just talking about that as we were setting up the show. But, uh, you know, <laughs> um, I do I do think, though, for you, because Cape Town, for a lot, it, it, a lot of people don't know that Cape Town really be getting down. Like all this American, oh yeah, we're gonna do a little blow tonight and run around downtown Manhattan and yada yada. In Cape Town, the reports I've gotten back is that y'all still have quaaludes on deck out there. Like things are you still have what? Quaaludes on deck out in, in yeah. yeah, out in Cape Town. So and I can't even imagine what a nightclub in Cape Town must be like. Like holy let me tell you, Adam. Mother- I went to a nightclub. <laughs> well, tell me about it. Let's talk about it. Well, you know, I haven't clubbed in a while. Can I be real, real, real? Maybe you can cut it later. I don't do drugs anymore, right? Good. You know, I have my little relapses and shit. Good. I'm I mean, not a saint. Yeah. That was, mm-hmm. that was <clears throat> still John, but <clears throat> a cleaner John, let's say. So, you know, my friends were like, oh, you know, we know what you like and we are. Uh, maybe you should go to this club. I don't even want to say the name, but it was it's an underground club. And when you get there, they put a, a sort of a sticker on your phone because you can't record. And people are doing some dumb shit, you know, underground. And you get in the club. <clears throat> it's dark and it's techno house music only. And it's very, 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 very dark. And I feel like anything is allowed. Because I was scared, I went in the morning. But I honestly feel like if I didn't start watching Euphoria, that side of me wouldn't have been brought back. You know, uh-huh, I would have got uh-huh. to the mountains only. So it's definitely that. That's why I was so pissed at this whole thing. But I went and I didn't stay there for long. Um, I did you not know, took some mushrooms. And it was. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, from what Rakai told me back when she was there, she said like, you know, like the mushroom scene was big at that time in in uh Oh, but you also know yo, Cape Town, Cape Town did some things to me that I never ever I remember when I was in Europe. And when I was like a teenager, 
uh i met i, I befriended somebody that was in the the whole paris scene and i remember it took me to the club once to meet pharrell and he told me he was like hey you don't do drugs like no i do i don't and i was joking it's like but i got a little bit of cocaine it's like get the fuck out of my house if you have it on you when i went to cape town it was something else <laughs> it was something else cape town is you know, me and Yannick, we, we or there's something dark. I don't know if it's the apartheid story, the fact that some people still have the city, they own the city, and the other people are a minority or whatever's going on there. I don't know if it's the lack of entertainment, but they do have it all. They have movies, but anything I tried in my life, I tried it in Cape Town. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard Cape Town is that is that that place that 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 little city by the sea. That you can really, exactly. uh, that you can really lose, you can really lose yourself in. Uh, That's why I got out of there. Cape Town got the worst of me, and it's just not a good place. And I'm sorry, Cape Town, but to be <laughs> honest, unless you clean, you go around touristic places. But I think I went too dark, and there's something about the West Coast. It's crazy because you know, <clears throat> when I was watching Euphoria, there's an episode where it's New Year's Eve, and I'm like, okay, it's warm in New Year's Eve. Finally, I can put my finger where it must be in the world, right? It must be California or something. Right, and right. then also mountains. Cape Town is also the west side of South Africa. Mm. Maybe there's something about the west side of any place. Eh? Yeah, west maybe really the well. palm, the palm trees, the beach, the topography, <laughs> the top. Topography. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the setup of cities that make people do nasty things. Maybe we should review that instead of focusing on doing war. Yeah. 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 Someone someone should definitely do a study on that. Is like that the, the way that cities right. Yeah, right. Like like do, what does it do something to you psychologically? Owen, weigh in on this. What do you think? Because Owen, Owen, you've you've done your fair share of traveling. I mean, last time we were talking, you were in Reykjavik. So to talk talk about that. Yeah, I was where uh, I don't know about the sides of cities, but Warmer climates cause higher rates of crime. That's all I know. Yeah. Hmm. I can't, sp I can't speak to cardinal directions of cities, but, um, you know, the closer you just warm being in a warmer climate causes crazier shit. <laughs> yeah. That definitely, well, explains, that, that definitely explains Miami. That's what I was thinking. The craziest people <laughs> from Florida, they say, right? Yeah, and they're not kidding. They're not. Yeah. Kidding. Drugs will kill you, but your mm -hmm. soul will be there walking, you know. Yes. Yeah. I saw the same yeah. people that were doing the same thing. I literally saw them again, and I was like, this shit is the worst thing in his life because it keeps you alive while you're there. While you're dead, yeah, because that's all the same yeah. people, and I haven't been there for I left Cape Town six years ago, seven years ago, wow. and I still and saw them the again. Same people in the streets, still begging, still doing the same thing. Wow, 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 slow death. Wow, wow, that's a very, very uh, true point is that the real end point to all of these drugs and partying and you know, burning your candles on.
from both ends. Shout out nice. to everybody struggling with addiction. Shout out to everybody. For real. Be, uh, For real. Shout recovering addicts their entire life. Hey, Adam, can I tell you a story? So when I was living yeah. in Cape Town, I tried some weird shit, right? And I remember one day I went to the bathroom and I started feeling goosebumps. So I kind of knew what it was because I went to Google. And I remember going to the doctor and telling him, hey, listen, I have some exams and stuff. And, you know, I was so embarrassed that I told him, hey, uh, I was trying to create some some experience, you know, some experience. It's like because I wanted to experience this experience. And now I know my body is asking me to carry on and I, I cannot afford because I have exams to write. And the doctor was amazed. And he, and I totally felt like, why are you lying to me? But he was just like, hey, I've never seen somebody come to me and be real. So I guess you can do it because you really don't want to do it. So he gave me some pills and stuff. And I remember thinking, but that's not going to be the same. I was like, yeah, but that's your way out. And I remember when I went to yeah. the reception, I told the lady, I was like, hey, um, I'd like to see a doctor. And I didn't want to tell her what for. And I just had to give her a lie. But I remember telling the doctor that. I said, hey, I tried this because I told you it was fun and stuff. And now, every time I stop, I'm getting sick. So obviously, he told me what it was, you know. And he was like, yeah, but I can't help you. And I skipped. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, and it's uh, it's a it's a vicious cycle, and it's uh, it's one of those things that you know you don't go to people don't. I mean, there's very few people that go to these things because they're not already in pain. You know, it's self medication. Yeah, as, as really is what it is, and for for physicians to recognize that and to treat it like that, I think would re really revolutionize recovery. If you could mm -hmm. look at it as this person was trying to cure whatever pain they were in. Rather than saying this person is an offender and we need to, you know, do X, Y, or Z to them, you know, um, hold on one second. Hold on one second. We got to We got to pause this. Hold on one second. Jesus Christ.